0: 81% from the field Holy Oh
1: shit. my god Well he is right there Next to the basket
0: But Yeah no, no threes In that performance That's boring to me man But
1: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Someone still fell
0: asleep Watching him play He missed five shots The whole game Fair
1: fair I mean I'm Yo Just cause you win Doesn't mean it's, It still can't be boring That's true <laughs>
2: I'm Sasha Skyber, and welcome to the Basketball Forever podcast. Today, I am joined by CEO, game score enthusiast, (laughs) and founder of Basketball Forever, Alex Sumsky. Hey. I am joined by lead writer for Basketball Forever, Nick Jungfer. Hey, how's it going? And I am with founder of PodPaste and our wonderful producer, Darren Lake.
1: Hello. Who was just talking with Sasha Skyber, who is your host and sports agent like... Well, who are we going to say? Like, <laughs> we need to come. Up Our with list. A one every time. Ari Gold. Yeah. Jerry uh, Maguire. What other big sports agents?
0: Oh, we've gone through almost the whole list. <laughs> we have. Next episode, I guarantee I'm going to have a new sports agent to say. <laughs> okay, sounds good.
2: In this episode, we're going to be discussing game score, which is a statistic invented by John Hollinger to provide a rough measure of a player's performance in a given game. Now, this isn't a common metric used in the mainstream media. And we have a resident expert here, Alex Sumsky, who's going to provide a little bit of commentary on what the stat is, how it works, how it's calculated. We're going to discuss who's the best by game score as a stat, some of the craziest stat lines and the games themselves. We're going to talk about playoff performances and then also recent players who've played the game, who have super impressive game scores. So, Alex, can you explain a bit more what this stat is that John Hollinger invented? Yeah, because I'm going to jump in. Usually I come in later in the episode, but fuck this.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like something new, and I remember you saying this back in the LeBron definitely um, episode, and yeah, man, I'm really interested to hear this algorithm that has come out that was not around when, um, when I was playing basketball. Well, it, it technically was
0: around when you were playing basketball, but the, 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 the thing... <laughs> It was. Like, <laughs> it was around... So, so, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <So> first thing. <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing. It wasn't really, like, widely, you know, publicized. Okay. Really until... So, like, I'll be honest with you. I didn't start... I didn't actually hear it in mainstream media between the years of, like, 2008... Yes. ...and 2015. Okay. It was really in 2016... I think was the first time I heard, well, not like I heard about, it, like I was aware of it, but I heard it being discussed on like ESPN, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that was when I think it was Anthony Davis had a crazy game, which we'll get to later, uh, and he made like the top ten or something.
3: Before that, it was only the uh, the blog boys, as Katie calls them, who yeah, that's who right. really used it. It wasn't just on, it wasn't <laughs> that, on Sports Center anyway. Are you a that's blog right. boy,
0: Nick? I guess so technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: you're boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You don't play the game; you talk about the game. <laughs> so, Alex,
2: wh- how so, is it calculated? What is it?
0: So, uh, like, like, like you said before, you know, John Hollinger, who does all of the uh, all of the crazy, you know, deep sort of stats that we like to do, a, you know, dive into, you know, um, you know player efficiency rating, et cetera, et cetera. He is the wizard behind all of them, uh, and like you said, yeah, it is a it is a measurement of a player's performance in any given game. It basically is a number that you can equate to someone's production, like okay. overall production in a game. Um, and it just creates like a really easy ranking system for like how pr- productive slash efficient a player can be.
2: So maximum output with maximum efficiency. Okay. Um, As so- opposed to mainstream stats now, which just talk about how many points you scored and how many rebounds you got. With well, no, no mention of that. Or in well, PR that only looks at efficiency. Sure. Yeah. So, so
0: this, exactly. So you've got things that look at like production and output and you look at things that, you know, also look at like efficiency um, and everything else. Yes. But this takes everything into account to spew out, you know, a really juicy number for you. Um, so the formula is like, I'm not even going to bother trying to say it, you know, into the microphone right now but it basically just takes into account almost everything a player does during a game that can possibly be quantified. Okay. So you're looking at, you know, points, field goals made, attempts, free throws attempts, you know, offensive, defensive rebounds, steals, assists, blocks, personal fouls, and turnovers. And and are they weighted differently for what's They're, more important and what's not? They absolutely are weighted right, differently. Okay. So, like, you've, it's kind of like anyone who plays fantasy uh, basketball, which I would say, like, a lot of people listening would. Definitely. Uh the way that those fantasy, like a like a fantasy output, like fantasy numbers, are determined in some leagues, uh, it's a similar sort of algorithm. Uh, very, very like it's structured very similarly. Um, so, uh, to give you a bit of a guide before we start, uh, the average player in the NBA, and uh, don't quote me, but I know it's around these numbers. Okay, the average player puts up about. 10.7 points per game about something like uh, I don't know I feel like it's 4 rebounds or close to 4 rebounds 3 assists like uh, 0.6 steals something like that uh, and they shoot about 42 or 3% from the field
2: okay that's, that sounds right so
0: if you were to put up that performance you you have that in a game you would have about a game score of somewhere in the vicinity of 9 and 11 okay that would be your score
4: Where's the strangest place you've lost your car keys inside the refrigerator, the washer or dryer, the trunk of your car, the kitty litter box. Well, good news, because even if you've lost your keys on the moon, you can still unlock your car and get where you're going with available digital key in the 2023 all new Kia Niro EV. Farther for all. To learn more, visit Kia.com slash today. Kia movement that inspires.
0: Is the average average sort of score. So a big performance, like a crazy, like a really good performance uh, that you might see in, say, one of these playoffs, um, like uh, Damian Lillard's 50 point game with the game winner. Yep. That's like, that's a f- score of about 40. Okay. Okay. So that just gives you a little bit of a sense. Um, and this
2: has only existed since about 1984. This- so, Darren, you, you were not, I shouldn't have told you to shut the fuck up. That was my mistake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, well, I just got a question. Um, you might touch on this, but um, with the game score, it's only on the game, and then you average that game score throughout the games. Or can you have like a season score?
0: Uh, you you so you get a game score for every game you play,
1: and then it's just an average of the. So it, do it's, the games have weight then? Like, would it be no, a no, no. Would a playoff game be different? No, no, no. It, this
0: or, is a metric per game. It's a, it's a metric per oh, okay. game. Okay. Right. So, uh. That's actually you raise an interesting point because I don't even think anyone collects that data. That would be really good, actually. Yeah, that would be amazing. And like, what's the average game score over a season? That's interesting. But it's all game by game. Okay. Uh, I'd love to know what the average. I'm gonna actually look uh, after this. I'm gonna start.
2: Like, you can seek that spreadsheet. The yeah, process. yeah, exactly. Okay. And so
0: when you say forty is a good
3: score, it's fair to say that you can think about it how you'd think about points. Like forty is great. Right. Twenty is good not amazing but it's good yeah it's just you think about it that way right
2: exactly that's that's a great way of thinking about so it so zach Levine is like god right <laughs> no i'm totally i'm getting off the point there um but uh, yeah this this stats only who's who zach Levine? he's just a guy that scores a lot of points there's nothing is, else
0: he is the best dunker in the league right now oh my god i'm totally showing
1: that i don't know
2: <laughs> sorry uh let's delete that out <laughs> <laughs> all right did you so who are some of the performers? That we talk about when we, we're talking about game score, who are some of the guys that have unbelievable individual performances? So,
0: I the way I like to look at this list is basically a ranking of the best individual game performances in history, but really it's not history because we can only go b- back as far as like 1984. Okay, so it's just kind of recent history, but it's still the Michael Jordan era, um, which is great. And I think because it's that's kind of like the the era of basketball that's, um, you know, <clears throat> a lot of the people listening uh, care about the most.
1: It's a modern game.
0: Exactly. It changed. Jordan definitely changed the game up at it that became a Yeah,
1: professional sport. It became For fun sure. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it was like Dr. J. I'm, I'm showing my age and I'm, I'm just going to go on a, a really very quick rant. But yeah, Dr. J. started, you know, Julius Irving started making the game flash in. um mm. Uh, Magic Johnson and you know even Larry Bird throw that in there like that was like a bit pre Michael Jordan I know he overlapped there but I feel like that's when the game became like really good yeah, yeah that's right sorry I digress
0: so when we look at like the top performances all time some of these are going to be really really interesting to you but out of curiosity who do you think who do you think in the NBA from sort of eighty mid eighties onwards. Had the best game stat line of all
3: time, the best ever. Best ever. I was looking at some notes, but I'm actually not sure what I was looking at, or if that was for this. Try just take. Well, out. it's hard to go against the goat. So you're, you're going to go with MJ? Yeah, LeBron? Uh, okay. uh, Which yeah, goat? I know. i exactly. purposely said that to be inflammatory. Oh. <laughs> uh, MJ. Triggered. So,
2: I'm thinking of like. Guys who like just put up disgusting numbers. Like, I mean, Wilt obviously does not fall under game score. You could probably go back and calculate it, mind you.
0: Oh, you could. You could easily go back. Like, there's calculators online. Where sure, you can, sure. You can work it out. Um, Fill it into he, the formula. He would have some insane ones, but I like to. We, we're only focusing on modern. modern so, I, I would,
2: here. I would hazard a guess. I would just say Kareem. Uh Kareem didn't make the. Uh, was he
0: having like big performances in the eighties?
1: Yeah, man, that was his heyday.
0: Yeah it was. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if he
1: retired in what late eighties, I think. I'm gonna say Magic Johnson, man, because he averaged a triple double.
0: True,
2: and he he was all he did everything. He, weren't he these was, guys
3: he, weren't all these guys having their heyday before
0: this stat was a big that's, thing? That's 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 what I'm saying. Like all these uh, guys yeah. had their heyday he, well, before this is '84, right? This is '84 on Magic Johnson
1: came in the early eighties, so the seventies. Was it late seventies? And
0: no, then he played throughout know. the eighties. So he's he not a, probably 90s. not
3: a great okay. example. Yeah.
1: So Penny Hardaway's is, up there. I'm gonna guess Penny Hardaway, in his in his first few years, he
0: uh, I'm about to shock the shit out of you guys. Shock <laughs> the shit out of me, bro. It's none of the people you're saying except for Nick, who had got who said MJ. I feel like we didn't even get close. Mostly not even in the right time era. MJ's stat line <laughs> when he played the Cleveland Cavaliers in the 28th of March 1990. This is the number he put up that ranks him as the highest game score ever, which was, remember how I said like 10 is the average in the league, 10 or 11 is the average in the league. Uh-huh. And like a really amazing game score of like, is about, you know, 40. Michael Jordan's game score was 64.6.
2: Good Lord. Oh my God.
0: And in order to rack that up against the Cavs, he had 69 points, 18 rebounds, six assists, four steals, one block, one block, only turned the ball over twice, and he shot sixty-two percent from the field.
1: Did he hit a three? Just is that what the game winner? He or hit two threes. Craig I don't know the game
0: you're thinking of? Yeah, the, pra- Eagle,
2: the, the, the heartbreaking twice? game. Should, yeah. No, you So, so that's when was it? So
0: he hit a three or no? This was in the, this was nineteen ninety. He hit two threes. No way. Two okay. threes on six. Attempts. So he was feeling it. Yeah, he hit th- for a guy that couldn't hit threes. Two of six is not that bad. Oh, no, that's pretty good uh he also shot 21 of 23 from the free throw line. Damn. So that basically is the performance that gets you the number 1 spot. Mm. Um
2: so 64.6 is the magic number.
0: That's the that's the magic number. No one has really come so the next closest person, no one's come close, but mind you, really. The next the person who is closest is the number 2 spot and then everyone else is like, you know, quite far below. He's right there
4: though. I'm looking at it.
0: Number yeah, 2. Kobe.
4: Yeah, he's only, he's only. Exactly. 1.1. He's- Where's the strangest place you've lost your car keys inside the refrigerator, the washer or dryer, the trunk of your car, the kitty litter box. Well, good news because even if you've lost your keys on the moon, you can still unlock your car and get where you're going with available digital key in the 2023, all new Kia Nero EV farther for all to learn more, visit Kia.com slash EV today. Kia movement that inspires
0: the way only one close and that is because in order to get that he had to drop 81 oh there. yeah the
2: 81 point that's game. the
0: 81 point game he had 81 points six rebounds two assists three steals and he shot 60 percent, 61 percent from the field that's a scandal yeah
1: uh i'm gonna jump in because number three is uh <laughs> is poking out at me and it's hilarious carl malone and yeah. um I, you know, I, I, I don't like to say I hate someone, but the way Carl Malone played disgusted me. <laughs> it was the most boring, like, experience to watch that dude play basketball. Yeah, and he always put up like, you know, twenty-one points,
3: fifteen rebounds. Everyone like has that blocks. take about Tim Duncan. And That's Spurs a, he, he and stuff. Was, but he you're was, like, he was it, Tim Duncan before Tim Duncan saying it's it's Malone. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, and he 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 always got to the finals. Did they ever win a championship? I don't know, but no, they never no, no, no,
0: Jazz never won a
2: championship. Michael yeah. didn't let Michael anyone stopped eat. it every he stopped time. It. Right.
1: Yeah, him and John Stockton, it was just boring. Yeah. But they always won. It but was like watching efficient. Princeton play, like in the NBA. So, so Dun- yeah, it makes yeah. sense that he would. Then I, th- I can't believe Tim Duncan's not um in the top ten.
0: So you yeah, think, that is interesting. Yeah. You think that's boring? Yet <laughs> this guy in that game that you are talking about had sixty-one points, eighteen rebounds, three steals, two assists, and wait for this. He shot 81% from the field. Holy oh, my shit. God. Yeah.
2: Well, he is right there next to the basket. But Yeah, no, no threes in that performance. Sounds boring to me, mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure someone still fell asleep watching him play.
3: He I, missed <laughs> five
0: yeah. shots the whole game.
1: Fair, fair. I mean, I'm, yo, just because you win doesn't mean it it's oh. still can't
0: be boring. That's true. <laughs> and he only played 33 minutes. That's Riddle insane. me that. That's impressive. Never, so he that's he, the wild he, part. He could have
2: gotten Michael. Uh, if He played forty if, if minutes. That, if no, only that, he
0: knew about game score. Be, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: how, and how, analytics. How crazy is this? The number one and the number three, like two of the best ever, uh, happened in within like a month, almost a month of each other. Wow, yeah, that's wild.
3: How does that, he only play thirty three minutes? And they, they, I think, it, I think they were just like really far. This is ahead. before
0: the days of load management. Because, like, bear in mind, like, I I, 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 this is the Utah Jazz blew out the Milwaukee Bucks. 144
1: to 96. Oh, wow. I so, mean, that fits yo, into no, the
0: boring thing, Darren. Yeah.
1: Very boring. But how did they let them <laughs> score 96 points, though? Like, <laughs> yeah. what were they doing? It's true. <laughs>
0: well, he kept, they kept yeah. them under 100.
1: Fair. But that's still a lot of points, man. And especially back then. 90s. Yeah. That, that, no, that was a big East Coast, West Coast thing. Again, showing my age. Um, East Coast played defense back then.
2: West Coast would score. Yeah. And this was, you know, this is late night Or, shit, early 90s. <laughs> okay, so... They're beating the, this, these guys by fifty, right? Have there been any of those top performances by game score that have been on momentous occasions, like in, mm. in a massive game in a in an important moment?
0: Oh, like definitely. Um, so, I mean, I guess it depends what you you mean by important. Like these are all regular season
2: games. Oh, are they all regular about. season? Okay, it's a, it's a great so, question
0: though because I want to see game scores where it's weighted towards
3: like massive moments. I want it like Dame. Damon is 50. Can we wait that last shot like yeah. to, through the roof, please? I'd
0: like to, but we've got like... So, I mean, separately to this, this is just the regular season. We've got a playoff list, which I'll give you... A, I'll rattle off a couple of those those bad boys. <laughs> but um, uh, just a couple of like really sort of interesting stats when you sort of look at the top 25 of these performances. So, Michael Jordan has the most in that list. He's got five of the top 25. Wow. And he also holds the number one spot, Kobe who's got the third, uh, sorry, the, uh, the second top spot. He has three uh, in the top 25. Um, and when we talk about sort of, you know, like you said, momentous occasions where, where these, you know, I mean, I, all, almost all of these games are defined by these players' performances. Okay, right. That's what's made them these big occasions. Okay. Kobe's 81. Michael Jordan's 69. In here, at, at number six all time uh, is Devin Booker when he dropped 70. And that was in 2017. That's like really, that's only two years ago. Um, when he was what, 20? 21? Yeah, yeah he was yeah. 20. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a 20-year-old kid dropped that's, 70. That is insane. Against the Boston Celtics who were like one of the best defensive teams in the league. Um, And then, of course, there's Anthony Davis at number eight. And LeBron James, number nine. But number four all time is the interesting one because that one was only last year. And that was, can you guess who? No, I can't. James, Russell Westbrook? James Harden. Wow. Uh, so he ended up taking it. That was when he had that 60-point
2: triple-double. It got to be Russ
0: because you can't get it
3: when no, you're four for 25. That's true. No.
2: And and I mean, he's got to be, James Harden, is going to be the only guy in on that list playing four fouls.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And For sure, he, but I mean, you know, he got eighteen free throws that game, hit seventeen of them. Yeah, he had thirty shots, made nineteen of them. That'll do it. Yeah, so with sixty points, ten re uh, ten rebounds, eleven assists, four steals, and a block. How many guys did he kick his legs into to try to get a three point? Uh sixteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So all that—that's kind of what makes them uh, makes all these performances sort of super special.
2: Okay. So playoff performances. Can you rattle off any of these? these uh, when i think of like big game players like michael obviously he's one of the most clutch if not i don't, I don't know what the analytics say i know people mm-hmm. debate this now but when you think of guys that came up big he's got to be right there lebron's got to be right there well it's funny that you say that cuz
0: when you look at the like regular season list and yep. then the playoff list there's actually like some stark differences right okay um you think of kobe as like a the guy, a guy that would like show up there, definitely anecdotally, times. he loved a big moment, right? But he he doesn't really appear. Like he does appear on the list, of course. Like he's had big playoff games, but um, the first time he shows up is like number sixteenth, mm. and then number seventeenth. Which uh, you know, huh, I'm not knocking that. That's like amazing in and of itself to be like sixteenth on any all time. But test. when you compare it to number one, number three, some of these guys, totally like like Sleepy Floyd. Uh, Hakeem, you know, Vince Carter has a better top spot. Like, he's number seven. Dirk, mm. number eight. Allen Iverson, there's number 10.
2: there Hak- Hakeems there?
0: But the number one playoff performance ever, Charles Barkley. Wow. The round man to rebound. That's mm. right. And that was against the Golden State Warriors. He won 140-133.
2: Just, that's just terrible. That was just terrible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that was when he had, uh, I think it was, fifty yeah fifty six points, fourteen rebounds, four assists, three steals and a block. He shot seventy four percent from the field, seventy five percent from three. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he used to shoot threes.
0: But not he couldn't really make them. And then he start kind of just hit like <laughs> got hot. Yeah, he got hot. Um so that kind of got like that notched him the, the top spot. But um what I really love is the fact that, you know, Michael Jordan, um So Charles Barkley, he obviously has the number one for playoff performances, but he appears twice in the top six.
2: Sorry, he has the number one for regular season?
0: No, 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 for playoffs. Oh, right. So Charles Barkley, that performance I just read... That's number one for playoffs. That's number one for playoffs. Yes, okay. And then he's also got the uh, number sixth all all-time in playoffs too. Michael Jordan, who has got the top spot... Sorry, second top spot, also appears in the top six too. So... That's dominated basically by like two Michael Jordan performances and two Charles Barkley performances, which were kind of like the
2: staple players of the 80s and 90s, really. So Alex, when we look at the top 10, back when I'm to- talking regular season now again, and you've got MJ, Kobe, Carmelo, one, two, and three. If we look at the rest of the top 10, James Harden ten, James Harden four, LeBron James nine, Anthony Davis eight, Devin Booker six. That's half the top ten. Are performances in the last three years? Is it easier to have a massive game by game score in the modern NBA than it was in the nineties? I actually think it. it,
0: it, So it definitely depends on like the sort of player you are. First of all, okay. Uh, If you have a look at sort of the Michael Jordans, the Kobe's, the Karl Malones uh, of this list. And the David Robinsons, for example, these are like people who have racked up huge game scores from really, really big scoring performances. Okay. Um, you we. I really don't think that we're going to see like an eighty-one point game, something like that again. And Devin Booker was the closest that we got to it, and that was because like that team was just they that game, which I'm sure everyone remembers, was became purely about Devin Booker getting to seventy.
2: Yeah, took on a life of its own. Can right. we get him the ball?
0: Exactly, um, and that wasn't the Lakers versus Raptors game where Kobe had eighty one. That was like my team is so shit; I need to actually score eighty one to win. That's what it was. They were losing for the majority of the game, so I think that when you look at the you know someone like James Harden who makes top four, the fourth spot, it's not because he dropped crazy points; it's because of those triple doubles. And now we're set up today in a league that you know achieving triple doubles has become a norm. Sure. You know, Russell Westbrook you know normalized it and audiences are desensitized to it definitely so people chase triple doubles uh, and you know a high scoring triple double will really if you have if you notch that you are basically guaranteed a spot in the top 20 list um, if you're efficient doing it like that's how you guarantee
4: where's the strangest place you've lost your car keys inside the refrigerator the washer or dryer the trunk of your car the kitty litter box well, good news because even if you've lost your keys on the moon, you can still unlock your car and get where you're going with available digital key in the 2023 all-new Kia Niro EV. Farther for all. To learn more, visit kia.com/slash niroev today. Kia, movement that inspires.
0: to yourself a spot, and you know our league today, you know is set up in a way where that's so much more achievable than it ever used to be. If you wanted to have a big performance, you know, even in the early 2000s, it was about how can I drop 60, 70, 80, not that anyone drops 70, uh, but uh, that's that's the difference.
3: I think a key thing to add as well is just the pace. So it's played at a much faster pace, so a lot more possessions now. So you've got so many more opportunities to do these things. If this stat was adjusted for pace, it obviously would make no difference. But of course, there's so many more opportunities to you know, collect either some points, rebounds, assists on any given play because they're are more of those players.
0: And then with the playoffs in particular, like I feel like modern era, and you can disagree, but I feel like the pace is slowed down a little bit.
2: As in, people th- get nervous and they start to think I, For well, sure, there's a huge difference. Um, in the free-flowing
3: games of the middle of the year. Regular season Definitely. and playoffs, and it feels like that. there's a theory out there that um, that gap is... Widening. We get these rock fights, like regular season, we see
0: 130,
3: 140 all the time,
0: and then Mm. dead set rock fights in the playoffs. Which is why uh, the only players who have had a performance in the last, sort of the last decade, uh, who have made that list are Dirk Nowitzki and LeBron James. Like, two of the best to ever do it. You're not going to see the likes of, you know, Devin Booker uh, or, you know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. In that top 10, I think, for a playoff
2: performances for a very long time, if at all. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Basketball Forever podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, and Stitcher. We are at Basketball Forever on Facebook and Instagram.